Core Confidence Life. Life. Welcome to the Core Confidence Life Personal Development Podcast. I am your host, Dennis, broadcasting to you right here in New York City. To find out more about the podcast, especially if it's your first time or if you want to hear back episodes or black episodes, you can go to cclpodcast.com. That is cclpodcast.com. That is also a place where you can give us feedback or anything you might want to say on or off the air. Just let us know. You can do it right from the website itself. Just hit the record button, right? Right above where you see the uh, archived shows on the page. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, got to get on the gram, right? Clubhouse, uh, Twitter, and all that jazz. And all that jazz. All right, folks. On today's program, we're going to be talking about something we touched on last time, and we're going to continue that conversation here today. On today's program, we're going to be talking to a spirit medium. Folks, one of the goals of this podcast, right, is to get you in touch with your unique energy and vibration. And the more you get in touch with your unique energy and vibration, the better you will be to, con- to be able to design your future. Right? We're about building a core confidence lifestyle using the spiritual gifts that we have been given. And so we do that in a number of ways. Right, If you uh, book a program with me, we'll look at your numerology chart and take a peek at other things and your astrological chart and so forth. And we'll come up with a program to address your core confident needs. Whether you want to be more confident in a relationship, overcome intimacy issues, or just Build up your self-esteem, all right? Just contact me right here. And so this program, we're talking about ways to open up that channel. We all have a spirit guide. We all are spirits on a human journey here on earth. And the more you know about yourself, the more you understand the dynamic energies of the universe, right? The more you understand what you have been endowed with as an individual, the better off you will be. And the better off everyone will be when they meet you, right? So Daniel Jackson, spirit medium, is here to talk about his experience in contacting the spirit realm and his particular talent and abilities. And we also talk about opening up that channel for yourself. You have the channel within you. You don't need to go through a pope. You don't need to go through a bishop. You don't have to dance in the rain, You just have to tune into yourself to open up that spirit channel. And that's what we're discussing. You, me, and Daniel Jackson, right after this. Hi, I'm Charlene Bowden, host of the It's Just Us radio show, president and founder of It's Just Us Productions. It's Just Us Productions is a cross-media company that produces radio and TV programs that are heard and seen by national and international audiences. 
Visit our website at IJUProductions.com, follow us on social media, and tune in on the first and third Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the It's Just Us radio show on the Artist First radio network. What's going on, Daniel? Not much, Dennis. How about you? Well, everything in a bag of chips, but at the same time, nothing at all. Uh, uh, any particular kind of bag of chips, like barbecue or something like that? Well, you know, I used to love Doritos before I dropped a lot of the junk food I was eating. I used to love Doritos. I used to sit here in the buff eating Doritos all day. Right. Have, have those uh, orangish red fingers all day. Awesome. <laughs> well, sometimes a cool ranch Doritos. Or oh, man. Now you're talking dirty to me. Split. Oh, that's right. I'm talking <laughs> pornographic junk food. That's right. Oh, that's what man. That's the best kind. <laughs> there you go. And, and so I want to know, give, give, give us a little spiritual stuff here. So what is a spiritual medium? <clears throat> well, uh, the reason I, I call myself a spiritual medium is because I don't necessarily um, connect uh, with your mom and dad who have passed away. I can get information about them. Uh, but the reason I get information about them is because I connect with my spirit guides. And my spirit guides are a little bit different than most spirit guides. Uh, people have spirit guides in this world. Uh, they usually come in with two. Uh, everybody comes in with a basic two. You have a, a man who uh, helps you with your... Uh, with your masculine type decisions and your woman comes in with the more nurturing type decisions. Uh, my spirit guides happen to be archangels. Uh, they're a little bit higher up the chain. Uh, not that anyone is more important than anyone, but because they're not, but just, they just have different responsibilities. And the reason I have them is because my main gift is, is I cross spirit over into the light every day. Uh, sometimes I have to do it physically, uh, but a lot of times they just jump in. Um, but I can explain all about that, too. But, uh, yeah, so I cross spirit over. And because I do that, I'm able to communicate with them. I have to ask them questions. And they give me answers. And because they can do that for in that type of way, I can ask them absolutely any question. And they will give me the answer. And not only can I do it for me, uh, but I can do it for other people. So when people ask me questions, I ask them and I just get the answers. And then, and that uh, hopefully helps uh, people get some clarity and some peace of mind to their lives. But uh, that's why I call myself a spiritual medium. All right. So now, do you do you have any kind of specialties? Often, sometimes people specialize in particular kinds of readings. Not that they're restricted to that, but they that most of their clients come to them for a particular reason, or they have an insight on a particular Earth subject matter. So is that um, you, or just just you just uh, broad here? Uh, I'm pretty broad, but uh, what I do, uh, I call it giving an angel reading because um, because of who I'm in contact. Uh, but I'm in contact with them all the time. Uh, so uh, it doesn't turn off ever. Um, uh, when I'm driving my car, uh, I'll be driving down the street and uh, I'll be thinking something in my mind and all of a sudden they answer me. So uh, and I when I first found that out, I was like, uh uh, I was just thinking to myself, I, I guess I'm never alone. And then they answered me again. Yeah, you're never alone. <laughs> like, oh, okay, no problem. I get that. I understand it. But uh, yeah, it's pretty broad. It's a pretty broad spectrum because the people um, who I, I do my live show and I do videos and teaching videos, people know that all they have to do is ask any question and they will get the answer for it. But uh, I'll tell you one thing that's, uh, that's uh, 
really brought about it is the, the way that I get the answers. Uh, and uh, when people start asking me questions, uh, the first question I ask to them is, is this person lying to me? Uh, and the reason I say that is because people like to uh, manipulate questions and, and that type of thing to try to get a, a different answer, the, the truth that they want and not the actual truth. So um, I've had readings before where I would ask and I said, are they lying to me? Yes. And I, and I get a yes answer. And so I would stop the reading and say, hey, <clears throat> uh, I'm not saying that you're lying, but you're trying to manipulate the questions because you're trying. And they would look at me and go, how do you know that? I said, well, because you can't lie to spirit and I'm the medium. That's how I know that. And they said, oh, okay. And then they just get it back to, to, to normal. But uh, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, caught them in the, uh, you caught them with the hand in the cookie jar. Yes, I catch them doing that all the time, especially when I do my live show. Uh, people will come in. I had a, Last time we did one, we had a woman come in and she said, uh, I'd like to ask a question about my brother who has passed away. And the first question I asked was, has her brother passed away? And they said, no. And I said, oh, okay. I said, well, you can't ask that question. And she said, well, why not? I said, because your brother hasn't passed away. I said, the reason you're coming in here to ask that question is because you want to try to fool me and, uh, and you want uh, everyone else to think that uh, you got one over on me and you're going to say that I'm a fraud or something like that. And then as I was just talking, uh, she was uh, messaging in the uh, comment section, but I wasn't paying attention to that. And when I scrolled down, she said, oh, you're a fraud. And I said, didn't I just say that? <laughs> So, yeah. You know, that, that, that reminds me of something. This happened years ago when I was younger and I was actually on a psychic hotline. I was working on a psychic <laughs> and oh. a lady called me up and she gave me a birthday of a dead person, but did not tell me it was a dead person. She posed as if this person was alive and she wanted to know their future. Oh, Meanwhile, when she gave me their like she gave me their birthday or something and I did and I, and I picked up um, dead air. Yeah, like it was no one told me that it was dead, but the aura came through kind of flat. <laughs> but so the person was dead, but she was trying to get me to give a whole long drawn out prediction for this person. Um, uh, you know what I always tell them, Dennis? Mm. I don't do auditions. Yeah. Yeah, because, I'm not here to perform for you. Right. Because there are a lot of people in this world uh, who want answers. Um, then you have a lot of people who are just fans um, and they just want to come and listen and watch. Uh, and there are a lot of people who come, who, uh, who want to watch uh, what they think is called the magic show. Uh, and it's not magic it, and it's not meant to be that it's, it's meant to be, to be helpful. Uh, it's not meant to be just uh, stared upon and like, Oh, I can't believe that. You know, I'm not here to tell, sell t-shirts, you know, I'm, I'm here to help people. That's what we're here to do. And that's why we are, we are given this, uh, not, not so much given it because uh, there's some misconception in there. Uh, you're not given this gift. You are born with it because it comes here with your soul. Uh, and it, it comes into your body every time, every time you come into a body. Uh, so you are this every single time. Uh, we just don't know it because we can't always remember all our past lives. But uh, yeah, there are a lot of people out there who just want to, they want to test us all the time and, and if you don't believe, then don't believe, but don't come in and try to prove us wrong. Because yeah, but why, why do that? Like this lady I gave you the example of, she <clears throat> called through the, the, the pay line. Why are you paying like, I don't know, I'm making a $9 a minute to try to, right. trick, us, to, try to trick somebody? Like, what because, do you get out of that? Because they are negative people in this world and they feel if they can do that to you and try to trick you, they feel as though they, have, they can 
gain some type of sense of power over you. Uh, that's why that's why neg- there are negative people in this world. You know, we hear about them. We see them all the time. We see them in our daily lives. These are people who who uh, who gossip about everybody or are just crappy people to other people because it gives them a sense of power because maybe they feel like they don't fit in or or they have nothing going on in their lives. So in order to feel good about themselves, they have to make other people feel bad. And uh I say, you know, it doesn't make a difference if it's your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your best friend, or your so-called best friend. If you have people like that in your life, you need to get rid of them. And the only reason they would be in your life is because you allow them to be in your life. Just like people who are in control of us. The only reason they're in control of you is because you allow them to be in control of you. You don't have to let them be. So, yeah, there are just people in this world who are just like that. But it's we, we can we can try to help them. But not everybody wants to be helped. So when they we can't help those ones, then we have to let them go. And we try to move on to the other people who actually do want our help. Yeah, absolutely. That's in, now you mentioned it in passing. So we can we can definitely dive into this. You said when you get on there and you teach people. So what are you teaching people to do? <clears throat> I'm teaching people to understand why they are here uh, and what their purpose is, because uh there are, there's one huge misconception in this world about what the purpose is. Um, the purpose is very simple. Um, whether you want to call him the higher power or you want to call him God, God's not his real name. We just give him that name because we use the word God as an all powerful thing. Uh, God is neither he or she, God just is. Uh, but he gave us a, a purpose that's in this world for everyone. Uh, and it's the same purpose. People want to use their egos in this world to believe that the purpose is something that is going to be more special for them than it will be for someone else. Uh, and that's not the reason of the purpose. The, the purpose is to, meant to be for everyone to be able to complete and everyone to be, can, can share it and do it at the same, the same way without having it to be more important because it's, it's not about that because we're not here to prove to each other that I'm better than you and you are better than me because we all came from the same place. You know, we can all go back to that same place if we choose to go back. Uh, but uh, the, the purpose in your life is, is very simple. It's the same as mine, it's the same as yours, everyone out in the world. And uh, our purpose is you are here to help people, but you're here to help them just for the sake of helping, not because it's gonna make you money, not because it's gonna make you more famous. Just be, you, you can do it just because. And just because it's, it's, a, it's a physical thing that you're going to do. Someone's going to come up to you and say, hey, Dennis, I need some help. My, I'm, I'm lost. Can you help me find my way, Dennis? But it's up to you in order to use your free will to decide whether or not this person is, is, is someone you want to help. And But there are a lot of people in this world, like we just talked about, who don't want to do anything for anybody because they don't like people in general. And uh, they are more focused on negativity. Uh, and they may not, and they they may travel that road that doesn't help anyone. And all that does is put the put them alternative path. And ter- the alternative path is a way different animal there. But uh, if you fulfill your purpose and and you keep helping as many people as you can, then that's part of the uh, ultimate goal. And the ultimate goal is to fulfill your purpose so you don't have to come back again. Hmm. All right. Now, here's the big question. I, I ask this when I have um, when I have spiritual uh, people on talking about spiritual <laughs> phenomena. 
Um, I, and I like to ask this question and I, I want it for clarity for just in case people don't know how to do this. How do you start the process of really getting in touch with yourself from a spirit? Because we're so uh, earth driven and we're we're used to yes. thinking from the mind. Yes. We're used to thinking. We don't think from the heart. We don't no. let our sacral get activated. We just kind of right. think from the head. And especially, you know, since this, since this podcast is kind of bent towards men, you know, the culture of, of, of man and masculinity, think from the head, get up and do, 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 yeah, do, 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 do. <laughs> so, you know, do, 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 do. So how do you stop from the do, do, and get up from the toilet and really get yourself into your spiritual self? Well, the problem in this world is uh, we are, like, like you just said, we are too ego-driven. And the ego, all, but all that stuff, pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, uh, anguish, all that stuff, ego, that was taught to us. You didn't come into this world with it yeah, because the, before, you, before you came into this world, you were back home because this isn't home. And uh, but you, when you wake up in the world, boom, you're baby. And, and then you have people above you going, I'm your mommy and daddy. And you're going, who the hell are you? And, uh, but, uh, but then you get taught the ways of the world. Um, when you get taught the ways of the world, they teach you all these things. And, and they teach you very quickly. Uh, you learn these things from religion and, and the people around, around you. And uh, the only way that we can get away from that is by one simple thing. You have to make a choice to do that. Because... Uh, everything you do is a choice. There, and there's only two choices you're ever going to make in your entire life. And that two choices is, is this good for me? Or is this not good for me? Because there is no right and wrong. There's no epic failures. There's no mistakes. There's none of that stuff. There is only what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, quit doing it. Like if you walk through a door and there's a nail on the floor and you, you're either going to walk through that door and trip over it one time and then go, oh, let me go get a hammer and bang that back in. Or you're going to trip over it five times. And why? Because you just don't learn lessons very well. But we need to get away from learning, not learning our lessons very well and get on the track of learning them good. But in order to do that, yeah, you have to make a choice to do that. But the best way that I have found uh, to get in touch with my, my inner self, my higher self, is meditation. You are, but you need to be able to have a clear mind in order to do that, in order to get into that lucid state, because that same lucid state is the same one that you have when you're dreaming. But uh, in order to get there, you first of all, you have to want to do that. You have to make the choice to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to take all this other outside stuff and I'm going to put it in another room somewhere so I can uh, quiet myself down. And then I want to learn more about me and the best way to do that is through meditation and you'll you'll learn more things about yourself in a 20 20 or 30 minutes of meditation than you'll ever ever do in your entire life but you have to have a clear mind to do that uh the best way i do do that is i uh do do that is i put on some meditation music and like some binaural beats or what have you and uh some people do the guided meditation i can't do that because i'm 54 and can't picture myself climbing up a tree but uh I put on some music and then I just sit in a nice quiet room that I know I'm not going to have any uh, any uh, interruptions. And uh, I'll go in thinking, okay, I'm going to do this with uh, about 10 minutes and so. And then next thing you know, I'm coming back out two hours later. Um, but you have to be able to quiet your mind down. You have to let go of everything else that's going on around you in order to do this. But the best way to do it is, uh, I believe, is through meditation because with a clear mind, 
you're going to get clear messages. You know, I, I tell you, that's one of the most frequently asked questions uh, <laughs> when it comes to some of the things that I do. Like, how do you meditate? How I can't meditate. meditate. How do you do that? And, and I'm like, well, first of all, in order to meditate, you have to drop this idea that you can't. Right. A lot of people think they can't meditate. I can't do this. I've tried it, but there's too much in my mind. I'm like, well, that that's that's mistake number one. You get rid of this storyline that you can't meditate. Yes, it's uh, not they can't. It's that they won't they, because they, they don't want to take out. They don't want to take out the time to do that. And also, people have a stereotype about. They think meditation has to be a particular way. Yes, I got to no. sit down in, you know, Indian style in my little robe. No, like, no, 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 no. My legs not. don't work like that. You know what it does? It is a particular way, a particular way that works for them. That's right. And everybody's different. Yeah, I just, I sit on my couch, sit on my couch. My legs are sprawled out. One leg's cocked up because it's, I like that, that foot to sit flat. My other leg is uh, sticking straight out. And I just put my arms, my, my hands next to me. And uh, I, I blacken out the room here, put up shades so it's nice and dark in here. And then I just turn on my little, uh, my little uh, speaker here, my Bluetooth speaker, and, and I play some music through YouTube. And that's what works for me. But before that, I would uh, just sit in the room and I would say the word empty out loud about 10 times. <clears throat> and then I would say it 10 more times in my mind. Why would I do that? To empty out my mind. But I just I came up with that one on my own because I tried doing the, the the guided meditation and it just didn't work for me. No matter how many of them I tried, it just I like I said, I can't picture myself climbing up a tree or going up a set of stairs because I'm old. I don't want to go up a set of <laughs> stairs. I want to sit in a sit in a chair. And uh, so I just had to find a way that worked for me. But people uh, they get so frustrated trying to find uh, a way for them. They'll do it once or twice and go, no, it doesn't work for me. And I don't know how you do that. And, well, if you're just that, that type of person who keeps giving up on life, you, you're not going to get anywhere that you really want to be or the really, or the places that you could be. You have to stop, stop. We have to teach ourselves differently. We have to stop letting the world continue to tell us that we're not good enough to do anything. And we are good enough because everyone's good enough to do everything. Uh, if they want to, they just have to have faith in that. But uh, so if you, if you can't figure it out one way, Google it and try it another way or go on YouTube and try it another way. But uh, we need to stop giving up on ourselves. Absolutely. I, I agree. So, OK, so meditation, that's number one. Yeah. Give us some more tools to work from like meditation what else can we do to kind of link ourselves to our our spirit and our soul well we need to talk to them as well uh because the one thing spirit does want from us is they want us to acknowledge the fact that they are actually here uh but a lot of people uh they call this the the woo woo um <laughs> oh god i hate that yeah. uh, i know because it's the it's <clears throat> it's the uh the magic of it again. And, uh, and again, people have learned that from television and, and movies uh, and, so, and just the society around us or religion comes in and tells you, oh, you're not supposed to be doing this. That's another big part of it. The religion, the religious part tells us we're not supposed to be doing it. We're not supposed to be getting in touch with us. We should just rely on them to help us. But uh, that's a bunch of baloney. Uh, but uh, we have to, we have to learn to separate ourselves first to get away from the negativity in our lives, uh, to get to get away from the negative people in our lives, 
to stop worrying about things that are that are not in our control. If you can't see it, hear it, feel it, smell it, taste it, touch it, or absolutely do anything about it, then it has absolutely nothing to do with your life. And life, you need to let these things go. So, in order to become in touch with ourselves, we have to let go of a lot of things within ourselves. The 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 negative energy that is around us. The negative energy is everything. It's the people around us. It's the situations around us. It's the drama. You know, I. I use a term all the time where I say uh, uh, we we create our own storms, but then we cry when it rains all the time. Well, if you put neg- negativity out there, you're going to get it right back. So we have to learn to get away from that stuff as well. You can't be uh, this spiritual being and walk around and uh, and judge people all day long and or gossip about people all day long. You can't be that because it's, it's not going to work for you. Uh, you can't pretend to be this person. You either are or you are not. So in order to do that, get away from the negative people in your world. Get away from negativity altogether as much as you can. And But people will find out once they start doing that, uh, they're not going to be around so many people uh, because there is so much negativity in the world. Uh, but yeah, they need to uh, uh, do that. They need to uh, do some grounding work. Uh, grounding work, um, the way that I like to ground is I have a big giant uh, pine tree out back my house and I like to go outside. Uh, I will take like an, a knife with me that's made out of iron or steel, uh, a real good one. And I'll go out there and I will take my shoes and socks off and I will sit next to the tree with my back up against the tree. I will take the knife, I will shove that into the ground and I will hold on to it and I will let my feet into the grass and, and just let some of that energy come up within me. Um, or go around someplace that has some running water. I mean, even a shower is, is running water, but uh, if I have a stream or, or an ocean near me uh, and go and collect some of this energy. Uh, crystals are a good way uh, as well to get some of this energy, but we have to be able to be open to this. You can't go into this um, into this journey with a closed mind. We have to be open enough to allow uh, spirit to come in and help us, uh, because the biggest part about that is uh, spirit is here to help us. But when they help us, we have to actually listen. And we have to follow through with what they tell us. So we have to be able to open our minds enough and open our hearts enough to actually listen and believe that they are actually telling us something and have faith in what they are telling us is the truth. Mm, so, yeah, I, absolutely. And there's two things that I was thinking of as you were talking, and one of them has to do with religion. And luckily, and I'm going to have these people on my program, hopefully if I could arrange it, um, <laughs> e- even the common belief around religion being against this stuff is actually not true. I actually was just speaking to, there was one person who was coming from a Christian perspective, and there was one lady coming from an Islamic perspective, and they both were saying that it actually, the, what we're talking about is consistent with their practices, not against it. And they yeah, started they're... breaking it down. And she really went into detail about, cause she was reading um, Think and Grow Rich. And then there's a part that talks about the prophet mm-hmm. Muhammad. And she was like, well, what, how did that happen? And so she did more research and figured out that all of these things are the same thing. Yeah. By her own investigation, coming from an Islamic perspective, she came to the same conclusion that we're talking about. Yeah, because not everyone who is uh, completely religious 
is uh, what I would call, um, um, I don't want to say it in a bad way, because like, not at all, uh, but it is more or less that way, like a, like a Bible thumper, where they only believe in the Bible and that's it. But, but n- not everybody is that way anymore. They are coming around to understanding that, you know, that spirit is here to help us. Uh, and if they did, like you said, if they did a little bit more research, they would find out more information. But uh, w- sometimes uh, some of them just get one thing pounded into their head and that's all they believe. And they, they close their minds to it. But there are more and more out there who are opening their minds to just, you know, just living inside of a box. Uh, but yeah, they're, <clears throat> and, the, and they are open to it. Uh, even I remember a couple of years ago, even the Catholic Church said that the, they now believe that, yes, the spirit actually rises up out of the body and moves on to another realm. And you are still you when you get there. And I was like, I can't believe they just said that. That's awesome. I'm glad they've actually finally come around to what the rest of us think. So, yeah, it's just a, it's not everybody. No. Uh, there are some. Uh, but, um, you know, hopefully one day they will come around, too. Well, it's good that the Catholic Church says that because, you know, they're the main purveyors <laughs> yeah, of why we're in this situation to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't say they were completely on board, but, you know, they do say one, one or two things once in a while that that, that uh, completely amazes me. Yeah, well, they should be the first ones to change because they're the way we're in this mess anyway. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly <laughs> right. You're exactly right. Anyway. Yeah. Also, another thing that had jumped out to me uh, well, it always does. But a few days ago, and it reminded me when you were talking is a lot of people already have vivid uh, powers like they're yeah. telling me, oh, I had this dream. And every time I have the dream, it, it's true. And I, I just do all these stories I'm hearing. And then so is it really a dream. And, yeah, exactly. But then, <laughs> but then later on in the discussion, they're wondering, wow, is psychics is, is, is wow, is that pr- true? Are they really psychics? And I said, hold on here. I said, you just told me all these fantastical powers you had like right. an hour ago. Now you're talking about do psychics really exist? You already know they do because you are one. Yeah, but self-doubt but comes in. Exactly. It. But 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 yeah. to them, it was scary. They don't yeah. understand it. Right. it they may think it goes against their religion. What What is yeah. God saying about this? I'm like, you're denying your own power. Yes. They do because they're taught to be there. It's taught throughout the world that it's scary. Uh, it says, I, I forget what page it is. That's on page like six or seven that they tell us not to, uh, they tell it in the, in the Bible, not to speak to mediums because we are necromancers. We are thieves. Uh, we, we speak to, since we speak to a uh, spirit that is evil spirit that we're talking to. And, uh, yeah, I got into a big discussion with a lady uh, just recently about that because uh, she wanted me to be on her podcast, but uh, only if I had a certain belief. And I said, what belief is that? And she said, of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with the Father and Son. I believe in God and I believe in Jesus. Uh, Jesus is actually one of my spirit guides. Uh, but uh, the Holy Ghost thing I have a little bit of an issue with. And she said, why? I said, well, because it says in the Bible that you're not supposed to speak to mediums, correct? And she said, yes. I said, okay, well, if you're not supposed to speak to mediums, who's speaking to that Holy Ghost? Because obviously if, you, if a medium can't speak to them because you're not allowed, because that's evil, who is talking to the Holy Ghost? Because you believe the Holy Ghost is a third person. And they said, yes. I said, well, who is talking to them? Is there somebody who is a special person in the religion who is allowed to talk to them? And then she had no answer for me. I said, okay. 
No. Maybe she meant, <laughs> but you know what? But because these religious people, they believe that um, they're separate from God and they have to go through, like the Catholic, they got to go through the Pope. Maybe sure. Christ, oh, yeah. Christians believe they got to go through the bishop or the minister or the head bishop, or whatever. Right. So maybe they're allowed to talk to ghosts. Yeah, they're they're allowed to talk to the Holy Ghost, but I'm not. Yeah, that because that does that makes sense to me, right? No, it doesn't make sense. You know, to I, I don't have access to God, but they do. They're specially commissioned. Yeah, they by are God. special people. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I have, but I, I can't say a word. No, you're not allowed to say a word in their eyes. But yeah. uh, I, I, I look through my own eyes. I don't look through theirs. So, how did you um, get into all this? Tell us, because this is a very specialized. Because I always ask people when they come on with these different uh, vocations, I always go, you know, you could have been anything. You could have been a condom salesman. I don't know. You could have been a porn star. So, how did you end up in this? spirituality field and even if you noticed your powers early on what made you do this as life work um well was this what i wanted to be no i wanted to be a drummer in a rock band and i did that for 20 something years <clears throat> uh diabetes uh, took that away from me but that's okay <clears throat> but um from when I was a child, I've always seen spirit. Uh, my whole family was actually seeing them. We lived in a town in New Jersey uh, where it had a little battlefield in the town uh, where the Hessians fought right near the right next to the Delaware River. And uh, so our house was haunted, uh, per se. Uh, we were seeing like the ashtrays moving and all kinds of stuff. My, my brothers and I would be downstairs watching TV and uh my sister, back in the 70s, you know, you had to lift the record up and you'd hit a switch and it would drop a record down. Well, we'd be watching TV and my sister's record player would turn on and it would play different albums, meaning it took an album off and put another one on. OK, so uh, it was doing all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and uh, so my mom and I and, and my dad eventually moved out of the house when my other two brothers and uh, sister grew up. I was the youngest and we moved down to uh, Delaware. Uh, and I started seeing more things again. Uh, so much so when I was in the band, I came home from a gig and uh, laid down in bed. And when I did, something laid down next to me. And it happened like four times. And then that fifth time, and I went to get up and look around, uh, whatever it was, it, <coughs> excuse me, it picked up the blanket that I had on me and, uh, and put it up to the ceiling and shook it above me. Uh, and for the next two weeks, Dennis, I slept on the couch. Uh, so, uh, but I was seeing all kinds of stuff there at the house. Uh, I saw with a girlfriend, I saw something come out of the, uh, we were sitting on the bed watching TV and I saw, we saw something come out of the closet. Uh, it was thick and white, looked like a big, like two foot across snake with, it was like four feet long, came out of the closet and floated across the room and, and, and then it just disappeared. Uh, so I was seeing all kinds of things all the way up. Uh, growing up in my life, seeing them all the time. Every time I would drive down the road, I get chills in my spine, turn around, look around. Next thing you know, there's a, there's a graveyard right there. I was uh, sensitive to all this stuff. I, but my sister was as sensitive as well, but I thought she was more sensitive. Turns out she's just not. Um, so throughout my life, <clears throat> seeing a whole bunch of stuff all the time, I see the, the light orbs, I see the uh, shadows, the little wispy things, uh, the thing that comes off the ground. It looks like uh, when you're outside in the summertime, you see heat signatures. Well, I was seeing them in a house, you know, where there's air conditioning. Uh, and then uh, it came all the way up to the point where uh, right before my 50th birthday, uh, my wife, uh, who I'm married to now, uh, went away on vacation. 
<clears throat> to see her daughter. And when she did, that's when uh, I would say, not that there's a real one, but all hell broke loose. Um, I was down in the basement and uh, my cat was down there. I was trying to get him to come upstairs and he looked to his right. I looked to my left and a wall of blackness appeared in the middle of the floor. And then a man walked out of it and he had a, a, a black wide rim hat on and a long black coat. And um, I looked him up later online, <clears throat> see if anybody else saw that. They call him the hat man. Uh, but I see him on a, a regular basis now. He's, he's not bad. Uh, but I saw him come out and he walked across the floor <clears throat> and he had no feet, which was kind of weird. Uh, I was seeing uh, these uh, clouds come out of the uh, top of the uh, corner of the bedroom when because I was in there by myself and I was we keep the bedroom uh, completely darked out. My wife is a nurse. And so, uh, but when we were doing that, yeah, I saw these clouds come out of the uh, top of the ceiling. They were, one was gray, one was blue, one was yellow, one was green, one was orange, one was red, one was red with black stripes, one was blue with black stripes. Um, and this is all going on in a two week period when my wife was gone. Uh, I saw green and red mist pouring out of the walls and skulls pouring out of the walls. And these skulls had red eyes and uh, fangs. Um, I saw, uh, I woke up <clears throat> to roll over in bed. And when I looked at the clock, uh, when I rolled over, there was a little girl uh, kneeling next to my bed with a uh, blue and white dress on, uh, blonde hair and blue eyes. And she was about seven years old. Uh, so I was seeing all this stuff, um, more than usual. And when my wife came home, I told her about it and, uh, I'm diabetic, and she thought maybe there was something wrong with my medicine at first because, you know, she's the uh, scientific person being a nurse. Uh, but then she started seeing some of this stuff as well and figured out that uh, I'm not crazy. Uh, so we sought out um, help. I wanted to find help because, you know, I've seen spirit my entire life. I just didn't know why. But why was I seeing so much more at this point? Um, so I sought out mediums. Uh, we sought out a paranormal group. I had a paranormal come to the house. Um, they did all kinds of tests. They put up these little boxes with wires on them and these little lights on them. And they put them up around the house. And after uh, I said, how's that work? And he showed me, he rubbed his hand on the couch and, and it says static electricity. That's what the spirit put off. I was like, oh, I did, okay, I didn't know this stuff. And, and uh, he had a bunch of them near the bedroom. And he said, uh, where do you have any, a uh, lot of this activity in them? I said, in the bedroom. I walk in the bedroom and two seconds after I walk in, every one of those boxes light up. Oh, and I was like, what's going on there? And the whole team is just trying to, we're trying to figure things out. Uh, because by the end of, by the time they got done their, 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 um, investigation, uh, they said they, uh, they don't get this kind of information from just one house. It takes them 15, 20 houses to get <laughs> this kind of information that they got. Uh, they took pictures of me walking around the house, talking to each individual member. And as every picture they showed me, I had like 15 or 20 light orbs surrounding me uh, at all times. They had a thing called an ovulus that they, it would energy would come in and they would ask it questions. Uh, and it was speaking full sentences. They were asking a question. It answered it in a full sentence because <clears throat> they told me afterwards that the, uh, they can never, they only spits out words. They can never get it to say full sentences. Uh, and they were saying sentences like, uh, Daniel is special. We love Daniel. We love his energy. Daniel has a beautiful light. He is the light. And I was like, I'm sitting there like, what? <laughs> and uh, so uh, 
But uh, <clears throat> they were supposed to come back and do a big reveal, Dennis. And you know what? They didn't come back. Uh, the guy called me. I finally got a hold of him. I called him up and he said uh, he can't get the, de uh, the team members together to come in my house because they're scared because there was so much stuff going on in my house. So I sought out mediums. Uh, I met five mediums and every one of them didn't know each other, but every one of them told me the same story about me. One in particular told me that uh, I'm a super bright white light and I, I have a gift to see spirit, but the reason I'm seeing so many is because they're coming to me because they're coming to me. They believe that I am the light into heaven. Uh, and I have found out uh, eventually by talking to my spirit guides, when, but it took a long time to do that, uh, that I actually am. So um, I actually am the spirit, uh, the, the light that goes into heaven. Uh, in order for that light to be here, it has to be in within a physical body uh, so that it can be here to show spirit how to cross through and or to do that in a physical way. So I, I when I'm in my meditative room in a dark space, I can see into the earthbound spirit realm and I see the gazillions of spirits standing around. Um, and I cross them over physically. I talk to them and tell them how to get where they need to be. And because uh, uh, I see spirit 24-7, I never not see spirit except when I'm sleeping and I have to take medicine to do that because if I don't, spirit will bug me all night. I can't turn it off. And the reason why is because uh, my guides have told me I am the portal for all spirit. In other words, I am the light. So uh, like I said, uh, the light before me was actually in the light keeps coming back over and over and over again, because we all come back over and over again, over again to fulfill our purpose. My purpose is the same every time. Uh, and it comes back into a body every time. It was actually in my grandfather's body before it was me. Uh, my mom and dad, he wanted to know when I was going to be born because he knew. And uh, so uh, he uh, wanted to know when I was going to be born. My dad called him up and said, he's about to go. They're about, they're taking her down. He's about to be born. You got to come to the hospital. And he got ready to come to the hospital and he had a heart attack and died. And the reason why is because his soul needed to leave his body to come into mine. And that's why I was born. Uh, and uh, so uh, I am the light that shines in the heaven. Uh, I have not found anyone like me because there is no one like me. And it's not something that I'm, I'm uh, bragging about or anything. It's not that it's just, this is who I am. I, I didn't choose to be this. This is just who I am. And this is why they woke me up at this particular time so that I can go out and teach people for why we are here and what our purpose is. Uh, I, I can do the, uh, do the medium stuff, but that's not my main thing that I'm here to do. I'm here to teach people for what we're here for and what we're supposed to be doing, what we're supposed to be doing next and how we can get to a simpler, simpler way of life. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, Okay, I knew well, that's good. Good stuff. I, yeah. When, when I woke up to all this, uh, when they told me that I was this thing, uh, this uh, beacon of light, she said, you can either you need to have the talk. And I said, what talk is that? And they said, well, you, you have to have, talk to that higher power, God, whoever you want to talk, talk about. And you need to accept, accept your gift or let it go. But she said, I, I don't think you want to let this go. I said, no, I know it's part of me. I, I don't want it to go away. I just want to figure out what I'm supposed to do with it. And she said, well, once you have that talk, I think pretty soon after that, you're going to figure it out. And that first year of my journey was, uh, wasn't easy, but uh, I, was, I, I was able to find out a lot more about me. Now I'm able to actually 
talked to my spirit guides. They actually talked to me, talked to me. They put messages in my mind, or sometimes they actually speak out loud, or or they touch me for certain uh, answers. Um, um, and I know what those answers are. I, I It feels like a tear running down the left side of my eye, and that's a no. But I get touched all over my head, my forehead, my face and stuff, and that's a yes. And I'm being answered by different um different archangels and i know all of their names so and because they told me so um yeah uh so i just knew i had to do this because this is something that's it's bigger than me and i can't just let that go so i I said i gotta do this so yeah that's how that's how it happened man yeah And and that all happened four years ago I've only been a medium for four years, almost five years. Oh, okay. Well, then you're brand you're brand spanking new to it, right? <laughs> yes, I'm brand brand spanking new spanking. to it. But, uh, mm-hmm. but all the information that I know and everything that we you and I talked about and we're talking about, I've only learned it in the past uh, few years. I didn't know any of it. Yeah, I was yeah. not this. I was not this guy. I I let after playing music, I was in a, a motorcycle club, not and not a good one. Yeah. Uh, I had to leave that life in order to to lead this life. Well, yeah, well, you got to. You can't be in a, a lower vibrating life and then try no. to be a higher vibe. It doesn't. What doesn't work absolutely. that way? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, uh, here's some weeds for you now. Um, yeah, not, yeah. Not, not not weed as in marijuana, but getting <laughs> get, getting into the weeds. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. It is. It's uh. So it's, it's, it's trying to weed through everything else. That's yeah. Out there. So you mentioned that we come back over and over again as um, a, a, to, to go through life over and over again to learn lessons yes. as well. So yes. um, talk to us about that sure. um, lessons in terms of what, <clears throat> why do we, why do people keep coming back? What kind of lessons are people supposed to learn and how would it benefit them at the end of their life lessons that they have to come back for. The lessons are important, but they're not as as important as that purpose is important. The reason we kept coming back is because people don't fulfill the purpose. If you look at you in the mirror, you look at everybody who is out in the world, everyone, everyone there has been to heaven. Everyone has had to come back because they did not fulfill their purpose. But everything in your life is is a lesson. Uh, if I pick up my glasses case and I put it down, it's a lesson. If I pick it up and drop it, it's another lesson. It's not a good lesson or a bad lesson. It's just a lesson. And those lessons that we are here to learn uh, are figuring out what works for us and what doesn't work for us. Uh, like I said, you know, <clears throat> I worked in prison for six years uh, in medical and I was around inmates all day long. And some of those people in there, are just not good criminals, but they haven't figured that out yet. That's a lesson for them to learn. Uh, we, but we as a soul, we choose the body to come into. Uh, you always come back into this uh, to the same family circle. So that's why I tell people don't bother with the 23andMe and Ancestry.com because the person you're looking up and looks who lived who looks like you from 100 years ago was actually you. That's all. Uh, so. You don't need to worry about what country you come from and what origin you come from because you've been here so many times. You've been from all over the world. Okay, so that's not important as well. Uh, so we need to let that crap go because all this is a money-making scam. So it's not important because if your if your previous lives and uh, that stuff too, your previous lives, people go into past life regression. Your past life regression is not important. 
Reason I say that is because if your past life was so important, you wouldn't be here now. You would have fulfilled your purpose and not had to come back. So, and that's the goal of everything, fulfilling the purpose so you don't have to come back. But he wants, God wants us to learn these things. He doesn't want to just give us everything because if he'd given everything, as we've all known, you won't appreciate it. So people need to do these things. So learning your lessons is everything. Maybe the, the person who is an alcoholic needs to learn that lesson that, you know what, they, they have, because you have a mind, because you have a free will to choose these things, some people choose to just continue drinking. And some people say, you know what, I'm done with this drinking stuff. And maybe that was their lesson to learn. But everybody learns lessons differently. Some people learn them quickly and some people don't. But the important part of your life is you are here to fulfill that purpose. And like I said, I said earlier, if you don't fulfill the purpose, there's a lot of reasons for that because people are egotistical because they think this world is all about them and it's all about me, 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 me. And I got to take a nowadays I have to take a thousand selfies and put them on Facebook. No, that that's 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 like a, that is like a, being like a drug addict. Uh, they need to have someone tell them how wonderful and how beautiful they are. That's a self-esteem problem. And that's something they need to get fixed. And once they get that fixed, they'll figure it out. But uh, they need to let those things go. But it's all about learning the lessons. Everything in your life that you do is a lesson. Like I said, it's not a good, bad, bad lesson, a good one. It's no wrong and rights, no epic failures, no mistakes. It's just learning what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And it's very simple. If it doesn't work for you, quit doing it. But people can't seem to figure that out very quickly. It takes some people longer to learn their lessons than it does others. But that purpose, if you don't fulfill that purpose, if you're if you're out, like I said, running around doing everything because you think this world is just about you and uh, you're, you're, you're going out there and earning millions of dollars, but all you're doing with it is spending it on just you. That's not a le- that's the lesson you're not supposed to be learning. You're supposed yeah, it's okay to have a million dollars. But if you're not using it to help other people as well as yourself, because it's okay to enjoy your life while you're here, but you're here to help other people. That's our purpose in life. And if you're not doing that, you're just living the alternative path, which leads you to coming back here. And that's it. It's not punishment. You're just coming back because you didn't learn your lessons very well and you didn't fulfill your purpose. It's the same plain and simple thing. And most people that I have met um, have been here more than 20 times. Um, would you like to know how many times you've been here? Sure. 26. <laughs> I've been here 26 times. <clears throat> yeah. So the other 25 lifetimes that you've been here, it just, you just didn't fulfill your purpose. So I'm not going to say you didn't get it right, but I am, but, uh, you things happen in our lives sometimes and we just we choose to do other things we 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 make other choices but we are also at that same time making other choices that we believe are the best thing for us to do but are they really the best thing for you to do i mean hitler made some choices and hitler decided that he was going to kill a bunch of people was that helping anybody No, but that's what he just thought he wanted to do. But that was him using his ego. That was him using his free will too much about himself. And I like to use Hitler as a as a good uh, example, because people say, oh, well, he must have went to hell. No, there's no hell. There's no there's no burning place. There's no one's being tortured. What happens is you just go back 
to uh, where we came from, and they will let him know that, well, Hitler, you made all of these decisions and you think it affected one or two people, but it actually affected a gazillion people because you killed them all, uh, meaning you used your free will too much just about you and what you wanted to do and only you. So guess what? You have to go back now because we, we as people only see the body. We only see that part of it. We don't, we don't really pay attention to the soul or some of them who do, then they still want to mix the, uh, the body part into it with it. Because the one thing that's true about this is uh, uh, you don't have a soul. You are a soul. What you have is a meat suit. You have this body and you're here to fulfill these uh, physical lessons and fulfill this physical purpose. And the only way that you can do that is within this body. That's very, very true. This is just a vehicle for our soul. This is transportation. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah, my transportation slowing down. <laughs> well, yeah, that's 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 the uh, that's the thing with getting uh, uh using this uh vehicle for long periods of time. It starts to yeah. break down after a while. Yeah, yeah. you're telling me, brother. <laughs> so, so, well, your contention is that when we talk about when we talk about when we return back to the planet, you're saying are we we're in the same family? String. Same family circle. Yep. You so every time you come back, you come into the same family. But that doesn't mean you come back in the same body or no. as the same person as well. Sometimes you'll come back as the mom or the dad. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Like, gender doesn't matter in a spiritual no. perspective. But when we come no. back down here, we have to be something that the earth defines. So yes. So does uh, that well, mean? I, does that mean I was a woman the past twenty five? I think the last met the last met the last life I had. I think I was a dude. Um, uh, the last life you were a dude, but you were a woman. Uh, let me ask them how many times. Seven times. I was a woman seven times. So the yeah. <laughs> actually, according to another, um, you can get me into this. I see now. Uh, according to um, if you look at my chart, my astral chart, and according to a, a previous psychic, and just certain things I see about what's going on, because kids have some residue leftover memories from their last life because they're just getting here. They're just coming from source. Right. So do you? We call them uh, déjà vu, but it's yeah, not. déjà vu. Exactly. Yes. Kids are, we all have it, but I think kids, yes. it's more on a conscious level with kids, I think. Well, they um, are pure of heart. They haven't learned the ways of yeah, the world. They haven't been they corrupted. In, yeah, they all come in with these gifts, but then they are, they are pushed away because of the ways of the world you're taught and all that stuff. And, you know, people don't, oh, I'm seeing something. Oh, that's just your imaginary friend. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not an imaginary friend. They're actually mm. seeing something, but we push it away from them because we don't want them to think yeah. that they can actually do this thing. Yeah, they, they told me that whoever told me and I, I see certain things when I was a kid, certain little tendencies or ungrounded fears that a kid normally wouldn't have. That's probably coming yeah. from my previous life that um, I was doing the same thing I'm doing now or a variation yeah. of that. But yeah. I died early in a plane crash. But I'm here again now and yeah. I'm allowed to finish whatever the hell I was doing last time. And the reason why you died on that plane crash is because you using your free will decided to make take that plane instead of what you were actually supposed to do. And you took it anyway. And that's why you died. And it's, it's, an, and it's not a punishment or anything. It was just a decision that you made that you thought was best for you to do. But what actually uh, you actually wrestled over that uh, trip that you were taking and you just said, screw it, I'm going to take it. And that's what happened. And why did you die? Because uh, in order for the body to pass away, it has to pass away some way. Doesn't make a difference if you fall to the top of a building, get hit by a car, debilitating disease. Well, yeah, if, if you die, you're gonna die some in some way. You're gonna be, yeah. yeah I mean, that, that's self-explanatory. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I, I apparently I was a young man 
um, probably based on all my memories and when I was a kid and all my little unfounded, probably around early 20s. Um, if you look at the astro chart, I probably was very dominant and maybe abused my powers. Um, um, I can find out how old you were. Can you give me a second. 28. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm pretty good at this because I estimated the 20s based yeah. on there's a lot of things. Maybe I will get into this after the show, but there's, there's a lot of reasons. It's not, why an, I based estimation. It. It's not an estimation, Dennis. That's you, you, you going, oh, I think it is. That's your soul telling you that it is. That's all. Yeah, yeah, and I've, yeah. I've I've gotten this a long time ago, but I don't want to get too much into me on the program because then that's I want the audience to get all this information. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, talk to us more. Like, what is going <clears throat> on? How do you stay grounded every day? I know we talked about meditation and things like that. So what <clears throat> what other practices can the average the average bloke the average dude can do to really get them closer? Other than meditation, like you know, any actions they should take, any. Uh, well, the one thing they should do is uh, is reach out and find other people. Um, like I said, we have to get away from the people who are negative in our world, but we have to find the other positive people. We have to find the other like-minded people who, who understand all this stuff as well. Uh, and my best uh, <clears throat> advice for that is reach out, research it. Um, Try to find these uh, metaphysical festivals that go on. Uh, I found a lot of people that way. I didn't realize that they were going on, uh, especially because, like, when you find this out about yourself, <clears throat> it's like having a like a, uh, getting into an accident and you feel the pain of the accident. You feel as though you're the only one who's going through that pain. But when you find out about this stuff about yourself, you feel as though you're the only one, and you're always feeling kind of lost because you're like. Is there anybody else who else who else or who has this? I mean, we, we've heard of the uh, Sylvia Browns and all that stuff, but I mean, you don't hear about it all the time. So in order to do that, there are ways to go out and do that. You know, research it, go online, get on Google, find, see, if, like I said, find these metaphysical uh, fairs that are going on. Uh, I, when I was reaching out to people, uh, the mediums, I found this one woman I talked to, and uh, she had a intuition group. So I went to the group a couple of times and learned some things. And then she told me uh, that she was putting together another group of people who were, who were mediums and she wanted me to come. And the thing about that was I didn't even realize I, I was really that much of a medium when she said it. Uh, <clears throat> so when she told me about that, then I, I got together with these her and these five other women or four other women. Uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, five. There was five women all together. And uh, I met up with them and we would talk about all this stuff. And I learned so much. Uh, in the very beginning, I was asking them questions. But after the first year of being with them, and this is my first year of my journey, they were asking me questions, <laughs> which was pretty cool because I was <clears throat> getting a lot more answers at that point. But uh, the best way, you got to go out and find your people because the people you're, the, the one thing you'll find with being this type of person is other people that are not on board with what you, they, they'll, they'll call you weird. They'll call you names and stuff like that. And just like I said, separate yourself from those people uh, because the, the issue with that is people are what, what they don't understand they are afraid of. 
And when they are afraid of it, they will try to put it down, including you. They will try to put you down. And you don't want to be around that. So separate yourself from them and then go out and find your people. Go out and find your tribe of people and, and learn as much as you can. Now, there are some people who are just interested in this type of thing and aren't ag- actually uh, mediums or aren't even empaths or anything, but they are just interested in it. But go out and find your, your, your group of people uh, where your interests lie, you know, and when your interests lie in this, you want to be around the same people who think like you do, who talk about this, who you feel as though you can be comfortable with. Uh, because, you know, we can all fit in anywhere we want to if we just choose to, but you want to feel comfortable within the people you are with. So reach out. Don't be afraid. Don't let fear go from your life anyway, because just think of all the places you might have gone or people you might have met in this world if you didn't have any fear in your life. And so let go of all that mess. And then once you get into it and find your, your, your niche of people, and then you start going out together discovering more things, you're going to find that it's going to be more fulfilling that way. And you're going to feel more at ease with yourself. How about that? There you go. Give me a second. Here. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're recording this. Give me a second here. Yeah, sure. All right, we're coming up on the hour here, and I want to make sure that people have a way of getting in touch with you. Uh, sure. So, do you have any websites or anything like that that you uh, that yes, you want absolutely. people to go to? Yeah, uh, if they want to get in touch with me and uh, have a have a reading done, uh, if they live in the area, they can come to my house and get the reading. Or uh, we are also doing starting to do festivals again. I live on the East Coast. I live in Delaware. Uh, but if they need to just have a uh, a reading on FaceTime or Skype or what have you, uh, they can do that. And they can find me at, at uh, www.spiritmediumdaniel.com. That's one long word, spiritmediumdaniel.com. And, uh, yeah, they can book a reading right then and there. Uh, it usually books three days out. Uh, it gives me some time to, to make sure I, ha- I can get you on, on the schedule. It'll, it'll schedule right there. Uh, and or if they want to watch our podcast, um, it is uh it's it's called Beyond the Veil of Daniel Jackson, but the, the website is www.beyond-the-veil.com. And that's about it. <laughs> uh and uh yeah, they, they can watch the podcast if they want to. Uh it's on all the major platforms. 
Uh, they can find us on Facebook uh, at that uh, Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. They can find that on YouTube. Uh, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple. We're on all the major platforms. Uh, and if they like, they could reach out. Uh, we also do a live uh, show for Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Uh, and also we do a live show for uh, Spirit Medium Daniel. I'm actually doing that the, this Saturday night. Uh, if they friend me on Facebook or just look for, uh, yeah, my because my regular name is Daniel Jackson. Uh, but there's a million Daniel Jacksons. So if you put in Daniel Jackson from Milford, Delaware, you'll find me. Uh, and then you can uh, you can witness the uh, Spirit Medium Daniel show where they where I we have the live show and people can come on and ask questions for uh, uh, for me for free. Uh, as a, and all they have to do is like the page and like the video and then comment in the section that they have to share the video to their page and then they can come in or and they can either comment in the section and ask a question or we we will supply a telephone number and they can do it live on the air and ask a question. But uh, I do all that stuff for free uh, for one reason, because I can. That's all. All right. Well, thanks for being on the, the program. If you'd like to be a guest on Core Confidence Life to share your talents, resources, or life lessons, just go to cclpodcast.com. That's cclpodcast.com and click on Be a Guest.